Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Mate, this... before we get going, just a quick one. Yeah. I know this is a Keegan episode. Yeah. But um, have you ever had a pear? A pear? Yeah, like a pear, just like you know, the fruit, but just add it raw. Um, have I eaten a pear? Have you eaten a pear before? I've eaten a pear in the last two hours, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Fucking hell, I had one today for the first time since about, I'm not joking, 1978, right? What and, do you think? I, I mean, I might have been highly caffeinated at the time, but my wife was going fucking <laughs> mad because I was more, she said, you're more or less like one of these YouTube video people unboxing something for the first time, but rather than it being a new gadget, it's a fucking <laughs> pear. Because I was going, fucking hell, the skin's quite firm, but the flesh is really soft and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I've had pears cooked, right? Yeah. And I've had pears in things. And I've yeah. had pear-favoured... Like, I've had pear drops loads of times. Yeah, of course. But a pear, I don't know. It's never appealed to me. It just looks sort of old-fashioned. And... <laughs> but my wife um, gave me a pear. Oh, hang on. When you say old-fashioned, is there such a thing as fashions in the fruit world? Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. New, newer fruits that have come along in the yeah. last 10 or 20 years that are kind of more modern than a yeah, pear. Yeah, exotic, trendy fruits like your kiwis and your passion fruits and your Yeah, but they're not, new. they're not new to, well, to, to God's kingdom, are they? They're, they're new just to new, me, new, mate. New to Put your it this way, right? After the war, if someone came out with a fucking apple, a pear, mm. they'd be like, yeah, normal. But if someone rocked up, up around your way in Sunderland, came up to your granddad... When he was just mm. home, right from from the war, from the war. Yeah. and uh, some fucker comes out with a bloody pineapple and goes, mm. "Well, what do you make of this, late? I was mm. I was fucking stationed out in the uh, Caribbean, so I brought one. Mm-hmm. Your devil, your granddad would have gone, "What the fucking hell is that, man? Yeah. Shoot it, kill it, smash it up!" <laughs> right? Is it a rodent? Yeah. Fucking hell! No, what's well, the matter? Is it a hat? The- They'd probably say the same thing about a pear, to be fair, after the war, because, you know, it was hard well, enough to get bananas. But there were pears. pears growing all over England. The thing is, I always thought it was a little bit <coughs> 70s as a, as a mm. food stuff, and it wasn't the sort of thing. I'd never think, oh, I fancy a pear. But I tried one, and I can I can recommend it. It takes some mm. getting used to, because, like I say, on, certainly on the pear I ate, the skin was tough and bitter, uh, but the flesh inside... 70s pears. Very soft. And I'll be I'll probably be giving it another go. But I just wanted to find out because my wife reacted really she really took the Mickey out of me for yeah. reacting in such big ways. But I said, Look, I remember the last time I had a pair. I remember it vividly. I was around at my Auntie Debbie's house in about nineteen seventy eight, three years old. She gave me a pair, made me Didn't eat like it. it. 
pretty much yeah. made me, which might have put me off. That's why it put did. me off for life. Yeah. She was like, eat your pear, eat your pear. Oh, don't like pears. My mum usually gives me chocolate biscuits. Eat <laughs> your pear. Eat the fucking mm, pear. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, I don't want it. And now I've tried it again all these years later. Well, it's a new chapter in my life. Next Good. question before we get into Keegan. Yeah, okay. Towel situation in your house. What? what? The towel, towel situation in your house, in your rig. I think it's a cow at first. No, not yeah. cow. Towel. Right. How yeah. often... This is quite a personal question. Don't feel like you have to answer it. Yeah. But it's a bit of a... a you know, it's a Dawson Logistics inquiry, really. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. How often do you treat yourself to a brand new laundry fresh towel in the morning? The towels kind of get washed on a fairly regular basis, I would mm. say there's a, a fresh towel every three days or so. Yeah, that feels right. Because yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I fucking love fresh towel day. It's one mm. of the best days of the week. It's not a regular day. I kind of follow my gut, right? Mm. I, yeah. I start. I sometimes think, nah, that towel's had it. Yeah. I'm not that towel that's hanging in the bathroom. Mm, there's something yeah. I don't like. I see, it's on the you, turn. You, you don't need to sniff it first to find out. It's just a feeling. Ooh, it's an I just know. I've got a sense. You just know. I'm yeah. too scared to sniff it. I think yeah. I reckon that towel's on on the turn. But I mm. don't want to be too indulgent and sport because obviously you got Greta Thunberg to think of, right? Of course, yeah. And so, but when it when I feel justified in getting a new towel, I'll always look over both shoulders when I go to the towel shelf. Make sure mm. my wife's not looking because there's a high chance she'll judge me. Does right? um do, does Greta Thunberg now represent the entire young generation? When you say yeah, you've got Greta well, Thunberg to think we've, about, we've murdered her dreams. That a collective, we? Was that a collective when you said that? Yeah, you know her collective and all the other people yeah. she all represents. The others, all the little people and yeah. her. You know okay. she sort of lives in our minds now, doesn't she? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when I open the towel drawer. It's like her face is floating there. It's Look, like Yaffle yeah, yeah. to Roy Keane, although mm. he hated Yaffle, whereas I, I, I don't hate Greta Thunberg, quite the opposite. But mm. she serves as my conscience, and so when I open it and go to grab a towel, and perhaps it's too early because it's only Wednesday and I've just mm. had a fresh towel on Monday, and she's She'll there like going, Whoa. Sam, what are you doing? What are yes. you doing, Sam? Why would you be freshening your towel so soon in the week? You have murdered my <laughs> dreams. Just Think to about dry your body. <laughs> Why can you not stand outside and dry naturally? Like we do in Sweden. Mm. And let all of your neighbours see your damp genitalia. <laughs> or you could stand and face the wall so they just have to look at your ass. At your hairy ass. As but, it dries um, the way God intended. You're talking about fresh towel, dear, but there's nothing that beats fresh bed linen, dear, is there? Oh, bed linen the night. Yeah. Jesus Christ. By a mile. For me... Getting back to our bed rig obsession. Fridays, best day of the week for many reasons, but after I've had my regular Friday night curry and mm. Friday night film with the family, after that, mm. it's always fresh linen in the bed to round mm. off the evening to perfection. And then maybe on a Saturday morning, just to carry on the, the, the fucking weekend vibes, if I've got an important occasion, I'll usually treat myself to a fresh towel. Put, puts you in the right frame of mind for what lies ahead sort of thing. Thing is, when we were kids, we used to steal the towels. There, were, there was a swimming baths that gave out a fresh towel, right? Oh, right, okay. And we, and and we, them. When we 
and we stole them and we had a huge mm. accumulation of them in the airing cupboard mm. like it was like being in a health club we had like a hundred white towels right and um, and then and then i started so what i would do is i would just have a new towel every day just normal mm, i would just could. fucking well i was a kid as well i was very you know what it's like it's sort of like just a, a little entitled shithead i would just go to the airing cupboard mm. help myself to a freshly laundered white towel thieved towel dry yeah. myself and then when i dry myself i would just drop it straight in the laundry basket mm. assuming my mum would do it and uh, that was pr- perfectly normal for me until i started going out with my girlfriend and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, putting yeah. the old dirty towel in the laundry, aren't I? And she was yeah. like, but I just saw you get that fresh out of the fucking cupboard. I was like, yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are? Little yeah. Lord Fauntleroy there that's, with your that's fucking what she said, fresh yeah. towel every day. Yeah, with your fresh... Mother! Towel. Mother! Yeah, my front towel! Lampard. Mother, where are the towels? They're not in their usual place. Mother, you <laughs> lazy cow! You yes. haven't been keeping up with the towel laundry! <laughs> You don't expect me to wash my delicate body with an old Towel. damp towel with mould on it. Towels, which let's, let's not forget, were stolen and probably <laughs> contributed to the shutdown uh, of the local swimming pool. The like, or, or the very we least, crippled them. Or at the very least, the withdrawal of the free towel scheme. Mother, I stole those those towels for good reason. Do not tell me that all my efforts and all the risk I took have gone to have come to naught. Because you are too lazy to wash them, keep them properly, freshly laundered. <laughs> you really are a selfish little cow, aren't you? Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, that's the towel situation now. I'm much more mature. Leave it yeah. like you every three days on average. Good. Um, so that's that cleared up. Getting back to pears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bob told me pears were very good for the heart. Really? So I'm trying to be more heart healthy. Pears are an oh. essential part of the heart healthy diet. Have you got any other heart healthy tips? Um, well, don't don't eat butter. You're supposed to have that. Um, I At forgot all. what it's called now. You know this shit, shit that's made out of plant stems and stuff. Fuck that! I'd rather have nothing. Yeah, I, I do still tend towards the butter. I've got to admit. Butter's incredible. Benacol, um, that's it. Benacol's yeah, the stuff. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I remember my, my grandma, my scouse grand, saying to me, I used to take her to the supermarket once a week in Watford, which was near her rig. Hmm. That was her local. And she go and she like sometimes I'd do a bit of shopping while she'd do her shop. And while I was there with her, just to help her carry the shit and that, and drive it, I thought I'd pick up a few bits and pieces. Little Sam shop, yeah. Little Sam shop. And she'd always really fucking just analyse and critique everything I picked up. What are you doing? What's that? She used to go, spaghetti, spaghetti. I can't eat that. It makes me choke. It's like eating string. And then she started demonstrating in the supermarket. I was like, all right, fucking get it. But you don't have to eat it. I do. And then, but she would always, she'd always be particularly fucking harsh on anything low fat that I got. So she saw me pick up low-fat mayonnaise. Low-fat mayonnaise? You're better off having no mayonnaise. If you're worried about fat, don't eat mayonnaise. That stuff's sour. It's disgusting. It was all that stuff. But I kind of live by her now in her memory. I live by her rules and think, either have it or don't have it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Is that, why you, is that why you haven't had a pair for over 40 years? No, that, that's Until more now. to do with, I think, my Auntie Debbie forcing one upon me. Yeah. 
Do you think pears are going to be an integral part of your life from now on? Well, I wouldn't say they've any, they're any, they've got even near the Champions League places in terms of my fruits, but all I'm what, saying what? is it's strange because I never tried one, never crossed my mind to try one, just thought it's not for me. I'm a modern guy. I'm mm. fashionable, right? I'm uh I'm and I I eat cool modern fruits. Pear, I do not is, touch is, is, 70s pear is the fruit fruits of a, like pears. It pears the fruit of an aging Tory MP. Yeah, almost. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or a That's exactly right. I can imagine Farage actually loving a pear. Eating a pear. Oh yeah. God. Let's put so a bit. I thought, nah, it's not for me. And then I had one today by chance and next thing I know, fucking loving the pears. But no, it's not near my top three. My number one in actual fact is quite prosaic. Mm-hmm. It's the orange. Oh right, okay. I have I'm an orange most nights about, after my dinner. I'm not fussed about the orange. I love the tangerine. You're Quite there, nice and convenient. But not, not the full orange. I very rarely touch the full orange. Tangerine are less hassle, but they are not as sweet and juicy. When you get a good orange, yeah. oh, fucking hell. When you get one of those big ones, you know, the jumbo-sized. Yeah. Get me one of the jumbo-sized oranges, <laughs> not those pathetic <laughs> little ones. Mother, are you, when are you bringing my oranges round? <laughs> are you going to cut them up into segments for me first so that I can just suck on the flesh <laughs> you know I hate the pith have it removed <laughs> the pith gets stuck in my teeth mother do you want me to get gum disease <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so your orange is number one what, what, what else is in your champions league fruit well this is not an everyday fruit so I'm mm. embarrassed to say it because it's very much a luxury fruit, mm-hmm. but the pineapple. It, I'm okay. a big fan of the pineapple. Uh, I love the, the peach. The pineapple can be a look an everyday fruit. You can get, you know, tinned pineapple segments. Budget pineapple. Oh yeah, Budget. I like tinned fruit a lot. I yeah. I love pi- I love the pineapple rings. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, we keep a lot of tinned fruit in the house. More and more with Brexit looming. Exactly. We have, we, can, have a can, pe- we have tin peaches a yeah, lot as well. There's nothing wrong with tin peaches. You can easily dip Fucking into a delicious. tin of peaches. Yeah, it's uh, great. Just, just tin peaches in the syrup or just in its own natural juice? In, uh, I like it in the syrup. Yeah, of course you do. But sometimes you've got to have it in the natural juice. Do you? Well, you know, you can't have to. You, it's a healthy dinner. It's a healthy pudding to have tinned fruit, but not if you're going to have it drenched in syrup. Because that's just sugar water just spilled all over it. It's like what? that time that Sean Ryder was on a health kick in that documentary they made about him, and he was going on about, it, you know, I've gone for a run, and and then he's he's mm. there with the documentary maker in his kitchen. He goes, and now it's time for one of my power smoothies. This is all I have now. This is what keeps me strong and fit, right? And he right. talks him through. He goes, well, a bit of yogurt, right? A few berries, right? A few oats. Bit of, bit of almond milk, right? Really good for you. Yeah, yeah. And he's going through it all. And he goes, oh, it's really good. He's really into it. He goes, and now, right, as a little treat, because it's been a long day, we're going to put a little bit of vodka in the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he topped it out. And I think that's a bit like when you have your fruit in syrup, because you go, oh, can, no, I'm not going to have a cake. I'm not going to have ice cream dinner. I'm just going to have some lovely, fresh... <laughs> tinned peaches and just to make it slightly more palatable i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have them floating in a lake of sugary syrup (laughs) so that's the only problem with that i'm gonna have them with a little bit of methadone liquid methadone 
Lovely, lovely just stuff. To, Can't beat that. Just to keep me going. What else is in your your fruits? I mean, I'll tell you, man. There's, there's the apple. You can't yeah. beat an apple as far uh, as I'm concerned. Uh, there's apples. I mean, there's so many different types of apples. They're, they're, the subspecies of apple, it's almost like complete different fruits. Like a Cox's, a Pink Lady, a Granny Smith. Do you know what if I mean? I'm, if I'm feeling flush, I'll go for a Pink Lady, but usually it's a Gala. Yeah. You know, I can't beat a Gala. Um, strawberries. Lovely. Strawberries are lovely. But only in strawberry season, mate. I'm not eating these strawberries that are flown over from fucking different countries. Well, you're not going to be soon anyway, so, you know. Good. I'm glad about that. That's right, one Brexit thing I'm all for because I try, strawberries. To, I try to only buy British anyway with all my fruits and vegetables yeah. if I can. It's harder with vegetables. Fruits, right. I, I try to stay quite seasonal, to be honest, okay. if I can. All right, that's because interesting. Because I think, and- not just for Greta Thunberg, whose face pops yeah. up if I'm about to buy some fucking... Peruvian raspberries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam. Her Sam. face is on the raspberry. Sam. What are you doing? This is come on a jumbo jet from another continent just so you can have a raspberry on your bowl of porridge. <laughs> Why, Sam? Why, Sam? <laughs> Think Fuck about off. the polar bears, Sam. The yeah. polar bears are all dying. Their hair is falling out. Can't you wait until raspberry season? I believe it is between May and August. <laughs> Fucking all right, all right. What's oh, in season fucking... now then? Pears, I believe. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not eating a fucking other pear. I'm sick of the sight of them. <laughs> I'm not putting a bit of fucking pear on my cornflakes. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, am I allowed to have nectarines? I like Definitely. I like a nectarine. Are Definitely. they okay? Yeah. Are they British? Well, they're like the streamlined version of a peach, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. They're like so. a modern, yeah. modern 21st century peach. Without all the hair on them, yeah. It's like someone like Sir John Nectarine was one day eating a peach. He went, the peach is a fantastic fruit, but how can it be improved? (laughs) Get rid of the fuzz. Get rid of the fuzz. Make it sleek, shiny and smooth, just like an iPod. (laughs) Or a child's bottom. This will be the fruit of the future. The furless peach, a.k.a. the nectarine. I'm naming it after myself. (laughs) And the rest is history Yeah This is it Every football fan knows It's the goals that really stay with you Thanks to their juddering emotional impact In the new Life Goals podcast Football fanatics like Paul Hawksby Kevin Day Nick Hancock and Andy Dawson Relive the eight defining goals of their lives And reflect on what was happening at the time as it all comes flooding back. The reason I've chosen this goal is it was probably one of the seminal moments of my life. Like a good football match, it veers from the poignant... That goal, it was almost like a dam burst. And I cried like a baby for five minutes. ...to the joyous... I went on the pitch and so did my mum and dad. (laughs) So, you know, if that doesn't tell you something... (laughs) And there's music too. I mean, I was into the Sex Pistols when I was five, Theo. Life Goals with me, Theo Delaney, is brought to you by the producers of Top Flight Time Machine. Subscribe now to ensure you get each new episode on release. This is it! Jalapeño. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. Shall we try and cover some of the Keegan book? Kevin Keegan, yeah. Yeah, okay, we're about halfway through the episode. If so you're IFS, well. uh, once we finish the Keegan deep dive, we may get in touch on Twitter and let us know what you think. We might do a series of fruit-based podcasts <laughs> special behind, the, behind the paywall. No extra charge, though. Yeah, of course we will. <laughs> right, where are we? Um... Yeah, it's all it's all going a bit weird. Uh, he tried to sign Schweinsteiger. He was getting uh, oppressed by Dennis Wise. Um, Joey Barton's out of prison after seventy four days behind bars. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking uh, menagerie this club was at this stage. And it it turns out that the club are trying to get rid of Barton behind his behind Kevin's back. Uh, they're trying to shunt him off to Portsmouth on loan. Michael Owen's been offered to Liverpool. Um, and then soon afterwards, Kev says we had reports the entire squad had been put up for sale. I didn't know anything about it. I was being completely undermined. Put them all up for another. sale. See what we get. Fire sale. <laughs> yeah. Get them all out in the car park. We'll do it like a car boot sale. We'll get some <laughs> wallpaper pasting tables. Sit them in a line. Put some price tags on their head. See who comes along. Get you know, Terry Mack to rustle up his burger van because people yeah, like having get, things like that at a car that in the corner. Douglas Hall, yeah. he used to be a, he used to fly over to Italy when he wanted to buy a player. So if we put ours out on display, some of the other chairmen might just come along, take them off our hands. Can't can't do any harm, can it? The players won't like it, so don't tell them what's happening. Just tell them to come out in a car park. Make something up like we've got a load of Dorises turning up on a coach and then just stick a post-it with a price on their back when they're not looking. Tell them it's that photo shoot they do for Sky for when they show their faces at the start of the matches. But say that the cameras are all up in satellite so they won't be able to see them. They've just got to sit there for a couple of hours. They'll believe anything, the daft cunts. Fucking idiots. Those fucking photos that they do for Sky, those sort of animated ones with their power poses are getting mm. more and more ridiculous. It's becoming more and more... The Premier League's becoming more and more like a fucking Marvel superhero movie. <laughs> I mean, these power poses they make them do. Yeah. Like, Mark, no, poor old Mark Noble, right, who is a an unpretentious, solid, honest man. They've mm. made him do it so he's got this animated hammer, a gigantic fucking hammer over his shoulder, right? Really? Silly. Yeah. And, and uh, then they've got Frank Lampard. Oh, Frank Lampard does a full-on power pose like he thinks he's fucking Captain what? America. He stands there and he's in his... You know, he likes to wear a suit with a, a shirt, no tie. Mm. And he sort of... He, he's always got a serious look on his face, isn't he? Because he's such a serious man. He's like, he's, and, he thinks he's basically Tony Hadley. The Tony Hadley of that's football, That's exactly he? it, yeah. And yeah. he stares into the camera, like, pouting, all fucking <laughs> self-important. And he thrusts his chest out and holds his arms out like, yeah. bit like Puff Daddy used to always do in the videos, uh, right? And yeah. as he puts his arms out, a load of animated blue and white bunting, like ticker tape, goes what? all in the air around him. Yeah. Really? Honestly, they've done it with See, everyone. 
I'd, I'd never watch any of this shit. I'd just busy myself till the match kicks off. Till the match kicks off, And then off, I'll watch yeah. it. I don't, I don't do any of the fucking build-up or anything. Oh. Unless it's going to be like Roy Keane or someone like that one. Yeah. Who's going to be talking. But well, I'm you're not better off out of it. I mean, I encountered some of this stuff by mistake at the weekend. And yeah. it's infuriating. It's it's just kiddie stuff. But I suppose that's it. Football is meant game, for it, kiddies. Though. I suppose yeah. you could say it's just like a couple of middle-aged men complaining about fucking Paw Patrol being silly. The answer <laughs> that makers of Paw Patrol would probably be, well, it's not aimed at you, cunt. Stop watching it, you fucking weirdos. And I suppose you could say the same about yeah. football. It's like, of course it's aimed yeah. at kids. It's a fucking kid's game. You're yeah. going to be fucking complaining because you're 44 and you should be watching nature documentaries or shit about the Vietnam War or something. Yeah. It's like, how many football magazines is there? There's like 442... Yeah, and then there's some niche ones when, like World when Soccer Saturday and when comes. Saturday comes. For the kids, they've got Match of the Day, they've got Match. I think they might still have Shoot. There's that one called Kick Off. There's, there's one loads called of Kick Around, which unfortunately around. is just shut down. Which was a That's shame because me and Len, Len subscribed. It was really good. Oh right, That's a shame. I've just resubscribed to Viz for the first oh, time in years. That's a really good idea. Yeah, everyone that's should a, subscribe. I, I might Viz. do it. Yeah, it's, everyone should it, subscribe to Viz yeah. because. This is the greatest cultural creation yeah. force phenomena of our uh-huh. times. If you Certainly, don't, as I said before, I don't think this, or indeed almost any, uh, personally speaking, any of my output over the years would have existed without the influence of this. Yeah. And I using the word influence there, mm-hmm. as opposed to rip-off. Stealing. Yeah. 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 And... Um, and yeah, it's, it would be such a shame if anything happened to this. So you should you should just subscribe, even if you don't fucking read it. You owe you, even if you don't know it. If you're a younger listener and you don't even know, mm. trust me, everything that's good and that you like is in some way influenced by Viz. And for that reason, you should subscribe. I'm going to as soon as we finish I think doing it's, this. It's it's three. You get the first three episodes for a quid each. Issues yeah, rather, episodes. and then it's something like, and then it's yeah, I'm thinking about fucking podcasts, <laughs> and then it's uh, it's something like fourteen quid for a year. So you know what's that? That's now, is it? Yeah, it's you just invest in greatness. They're great and people. Viz lands on your doormat, and my mine, my first one did yesterday, and I went to bed with it last night. People forget as well. Whenever viz. I get a viz, which I try to quite regularly, although they don't sell it as widely as they used to, but I often get it when I'm going on holiday to read on the plane, right? Mm. And you think, oh, yeah, Viz. And people often go, oh, yeah, Viz, that used to be really funny. You know, because I suppose it first became fashionable in the 80s. And you go, it didn't used to be funny, cunt. It's still just as funny. <laughs> and it and it really is. I mean, you will always find that, like, it's fu- it's consistently funny all the way through. Yeah. There's been no dip in form. Yeah. It's just people grow out of it or do other well, things it, wrongly. You, you shouldn't grow out of Viz, yeah. Of course you shouldn't. Well, there you are. That, that's today's tip. Subscribe to Viz. Yeah. And subscribe to the Iron Final Society as well. I don't think there's anything better than Viz, like across books, Anywhere. TV, radio. Of all the things that I've liked, mm. you know, the pop culture that I've enjoyed in my life, if you had to do a league of leagues, right? So I said, right, you've got to put everything in there. It's not your favourite mm. albums, it's not your favourite books, it's everything. All I think, the cu- a cultural I think, stew. Yeah, I think Viz might. It'd be there or thereabouts, mate. Champions League yeah, place. Definitely. Up there with the... Uh, Shelly. the oranges. Up there with <laughs> Shelly and oranges and pears. Up <laughs> <laughs> um, there with getting... Dick Turpin. I'll tell you what, it'll be running fucking Dick Turpin hard for the top spot. 
you know what? I was I said to you before we started this that we're looking at possibly being the penultimate Keegan episode. <laughs> we've now got, I reckon, another five to do after this one because <laughs> we've just got a bit sidetracked. But um, Keegan, uh, it's, the, it's the morning of a game against Arsenal. Dennis Wise rings him and asks him to go online and check out a Uruguayan player called Ignacio Gonzalez. <laughs> Dennis said he'd heard great things, but admitted he'd never actually seen him play. I've heard great things about him. I'm not seeing him, play, but I, I, and he can't, he can't half play. Tasty little that's, player. That's what I've been told. I don't have his chew. But, uh, I want you to have a look. <clears throat> Maybe you should go online. Maybe all his best stuff's going to be on the internet. So that would be a good indicator. Yeah, look him up on FIFA. They usually have good ratings and they're quite accurate. They're really true, yeah. <clears throat> so further inquiries revealed nobody from Newcastle had ever seen this guy kick a ball. Um, no, nor did it say much for the player that Dennis had texted me the wrong name, and my initial search on the internet came up with nothing. I had to go back to Dennis to find out the correct spelling. Ah, it's Gonzalez. I don't know. G O N Z A. Might be a W. L E S probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Go and have a look, Kev. <laughs> but it wasn't, of course. Um, it it didn't need a great deal of investigation to realise this player would be out of his depth in the higher echelons of the Premier League. However, he'd played 14 times for Uruguay. Um, that felt like a deception. When I looked more closely at his international record, it turned out he'd managed only one 90-minute appearance. In all the mm-hmm. other games, it was five minutes here or there, half a match perhaps, or he would start and end up being substituted. Um, he played for the same club, Danubio, until he was 26. Uh, and he'd gone on loan to Monaco and flopped. He made Ooh. five appearances in six months and didn't finish 90 minutes once. God, Keegan's really gone back and looked through the facts of this. He feels, it feels yeah. like he's really got a bee in his bonnet about it. Do you reckon? The whole thing, the whole thing hinges around this Gonzalez fucker. Well, I mean, it's a lot of detail. There's no way he could have just recalled this when he was writing the book. No. He would have recalled broadly that it was a bad fucking recommendation, but it's not enough for him to say that. He's had to go and fucking dig up all the data, hasn't he? He's he's gone back onto the internet, yeah, Mm. and done even more research. We were coming to the end of August, and he had played fewer than 200 minutes since Christmas, and he didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> um, to add insult to injury, he didn't even speak fucking English. <laughs> I ask you. He would be spending a lot of his time off the pitch, so it was essential that he knew the language. The language of the shops and the street. <laughs> um I explained to Dennis it was out of the question, but he seemed determined to change my mind. Gonzalez, he said, was a great player. And our contacts in South America meant we had the chance to get him on a season long loan. Um he was adamant we should give him a go and suggested if I clicked on YouTube, I might find some footage to change my opinion. YouTube, Kevin says. <laughs> I came from an era when managers chose players on more than a few carefully edited clips on YouTube. I wanted to know a player's character. I wanted to see how hard he worked, whether he had good positional sense, what his concentration was like. <laughs> whether or not he enjoyed dressing up for laughs. I wanted, to, I wanted to look him in the eyes. I wanted to grab him by the balls. I wanted what to know everything about like? him. So uh, I couldn't believe what I was hearing from Dennis, an experienced football man. But eventually I found a short video showing Gonzalez's career highlights. It looked as if he was playing in a local park in some of the games. 
grainy, dark, shaky footage and my patience was wearing thin. So something's up here. Something's seriously up. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, he rings uh, Tony Jimenez and tries to have it out with him because they bought that Cisco fella that ended up not playing uh, and that went behind Kevin's back and then uh, he says, you can't do this. No player can come in without my say-so. You know that. Wait and see, said Jimenez and hung up on him. So, uh, you know, he's in the he's in the shit with these, these cockney idiots again. Um, it wasn't long before my worst suspicions were confirmed. I had a tip off that Gonzalez and Cisco had already arrived in England. One was in London and the other was in the northeast. So the deals were going through. Kev had no input in them whatsoever. Uh, and this Gonzalez, he, he's more facts about this Gonzalez. Um, the thing is, he must have had a really rigorous legal reading on this book before it got published because, you know, fucking hell. When you, you know, book, publishers are fucking nervy at the best mm. of times, right? Even when you've re- written a seemingly innocuous book that, you know, they send it to their lawyer and the lawyer will always err on the on, on the side of caution. And I've thought throughout this, fucking hell, he's pretty <clears> full on. He's pretty full on yeah. in this. He doesn't. He doesn't take any prisoners. But with this in particular, I've got to say, you know, join the dots. Mm. He doesn't say it at any point. But join the dots, you sort of think, why would a club go out of its way to sign substandard players that the manager didn't even want, and yeah. anyone who knew anything, even Dennis Wise, could be able to see were inadequate, yeah. but spend money and park them. I don't know the answer to that. But it feels like there's it's not to do with football and it's something to do with money. Well, this, and this it's book suspicious, written, isn't it? This book was written after Kevin's um, constructive dismissal suit that he won was closed. Yeah. So you know, I don't think there was any any kind of terms and conditions he had to comply with with that because he's gone. Well, almost certainly. He's been but completely he's, open about everything been, in here. Yeah. But like you say, it's probably been subject to a, a severe legal going over. Yeah, and but they've and they've decided Gonzalez, to just go with it. It's Gonzalez, fucker. He's on 26 grand a week. Mm. But the strange thing was he was actually signed for Valencia from yeah. this Uruguayan club and then loaned out to Newcastle 24 hours later. What the fuck's so, going on? As Kev says, it was an unusual arrangement, to say the least, and I didn't like the look of it one bit. <laughs> I said to Jean, I don't like the look of this one bit, Jean. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did Mike Ashley make of it? Did he know these deals were being arranged behind my back? My head was spinning, and I did what I was told I should never do. I took out my phone and I rang the owner. I couldn't give two fucks, mate. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> it's coming Kevin up. As... <laughs> yeah. He says he answered straight away and seemed happy enough to hear from me. Hiya, King Kev. Mike <laughs> always called me <laughs> King Kev. <laughs> the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he would ruffle my hair when we spoke in person. <laughs> Uh, he said he always called me King Kev or sometimes he'd refer to me as the most honest man in football <laughs> well you silly I'm, prick I'm basing that against myself a very very <laughs> dishonest man <laughs> um, honest and, cunt, my, aren't you Kev Where'd yeah. that, where'd you get that from <laughs> hard, hard to see how you've done so well but never mind <laughs> you know um he didn't seem to know anything about the Gonzalez loan, but he said if it would make me feel happier, he would pay for it out of his own pocket rather than the club's transfer budget. Yeah, that's normal, isn't it? I'll pay for it myself. I've got fucking loads of dough. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking do with it. 
Maybe yeah. I'll be a tax write-off. I don't know. Maybe I can employ him around my mansion, do a bit of gardening. Or in my horrible workshop. I could dress <laughs> where him up all as a the donkey. gear gets knocked out for Sports Direct. <laughs> He's absolutely just... disgusting, the conditions in there, Kev. You should come and have a look one time. He's like animals in a zoo. Blow your fucking mind. <laughs> I won't let them have toilet breaks, you know. One of them went on a toilet break, had her fucking baby. She wanted to go to the hospital to have it. I said, no fucking chance, love. I can't I'm, risk it. I'm thinking about getting microchips put into their arms so I can see where they are, when they are, how long they're in the bog, how many times they wipe their arse, all that stuff. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Kev, do you remember in Monkey Magic, <laughs> the... One of the fucking demons put that sort of metal headband round Monkey's head. And every time he displeased her, she was able to make it tighten. And it gave him a fucking blinder behind the eyes. Well, I've been getting my team, my design team, to work on something similar for all my staff at the workshop. I put these metal bands around. They're all on remote control. Anyone fucks me off, tighty, tighty. I've got a few... uh... There's a few hurdles to go over and a few hoops to jump through. I've got a couple of meetings next month with uh, what they call Amnesty International. Yeah, they've got a couple of problems, but uh, it shouldn't be a problem. I'll just make <laughs> yeah. a big donation. All this human rights bollocks. You know, that's why we need one out of the EU. <laughs> that way that way, I can have a metal band on every cunt's head and not have to hide it anymore. <laughs> Even the players. Even you, King Kev. Oh, I don't <laughs> like the sound of that, Mike. <laughs> oh fucking hell you're not one of these lefties are you <laughs> <laughs> and this was the match this was before the Arsenal match which was the game where Mike Ashley was seen on camera um, with a pint of lager in his hand and he downed it in one do you remember that just after yeah, he good. took over and good. all the fans were like yeah he's yeah. one of us he can Go drink on. a pint in ten seconds yeah fucking drink another one you cunt get here just like us he'll be brilliant Gan on, son. I've got a canny drink problem and all. I've got cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> Fucking canny. <laughs> Have you got that? I'm two marriages down and I've got cirrhosis of the liver. He's one of us. Um, I pissed my pants mil. in bed at least three times a fucking week. Come on, Howie. <laughs> we lost 3-0. Um... I was already thinking that was it for me. I was sick of them. Sick of the way they were riding roughshod over me. Sick of being treated like dirt. You're sick of the attitude shot. where they thought, oh, don't worry about the manager, he'll come round in the end. I'd had yeah. enough. The yeah. next day I rang Mike again. I'm just with someone, he said. <laughs> but I'll get back to you. The phone <laughs> I'm went just dead. with amnesty. <laughs> yeah, the phone went dead and he never rang back. He did yeah. that to me a few times at Newcastle. I'm not bringing that <laughs> cunt back. Give me fucking earache. He'll have to be fucking whinging about something. I don't want to speak to him again till he's got his metal headband on. <laughs> like all the others. Uh, he says, I waited a full day and then I texted him a message. And the message said, the most honest man in football treated like garbage. Oh. There it is. That's him told. Yeah. So uh, we'll I'll leave it garbage. There. Why don't you say rubbish, Kev? We're not in America. No, garbage. It sounds better, more exotic and powerful. <laughs> we'll leave it there, I think. Because uh, we'll show, spend too mate. much time talking about fruit. 
Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I think it's what the cunters want and love. And if you yeah. don't get in touch and tell us on Twitter, because we'll as you've noticed, we really love. We respond well to criticism. Mm. There it is. We'll be back with some more next week. We might be talking about vegetables next week. Who knows? Oh, who knows? TTFN, dickheads. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.